0: Well, good day blessings everyone. It is Writer for God checking in right here on Arise Sleeping Giant podcast, also on my Writer for God podcast on Anchor.fm. I will put the link in the description box of this episode. So, I am so very excited today to be with you. As I told you on my last podcast, I was going to inquire and, and pray and seek about when we can start fasting corporately together as the body of believers, as the church. Um, as believers in the Messiah and the one true God that is El Elyon and so I have got that together now and I want to bring some scriptures to you today to kind of um, expound on that just a little bit and we will be very very surprised at what we find in the scriptures that you know a lot of people think that fasting is not relevant for today but that is wrong it is very much relevant for today and we're gonna find that out as well now you might want to find ask the question well how does fasting uh gonna bring me closer to God well fasting clears our minds of worldly things and it prioritizes our time to purposefully spend time seeking our Heavenly Father and it calls God's attention then to our words remember we always want to speak God's word back to him because that is what activates the angels they move on God's command what is God's command it is his word and so the more word knowledge that we have the more power we're speaking uh, back to God because God's word says his word will not what return unto him void but it will go forth and accomplish that that he set it out to do so we know that God's word works regardless of anything else so we should always be speaking and praying God's word that's why i want to give you a free uh, resource that's going to help you with that too and i'll tell you about that in just a little while now what is fasting exactly? Uh, We hear all types of things, you know, you can fast your TV, you can fast your phone, you can do, you know, fast your favorite candy bar, um, all different types of things. But the Bible specifically talks about fasting as denying oneself sustenance or food, okay, food and or water for a period of time in order to focus our thoughts on God. Now, like I said, while we are fasting, we should read the Bible, we should praise and worship, we should spend time thinking about what we have read, meditate upon the scriptures. We should uh, also spend time just sitting at Yah's feet and listening for that small, still voice for Him to answer us or give us something. because whenever you spend time on purpose in God's presence, beloved, you are going to get some downloads from heaven, whether you understand it, whether you uh, realize it at the moment or not, at some point down the road, you are going to come upon something, you're going to see something, hear something, you might even smell something, that is going to bring that to your remembrance, and right then you will know and realize what God dropped into your spirit man during that very time that you spent in his presence is absolutely phenomenal when that happens god is so absolutely amazing he just keeps me in awe all of the time now fasting is also a discipline okay it is definitely going to take practice for sure if you've never fasted before Because I'm going to tell you the truth. As soon as you set your face and your heart to fast and to seek the face of God, I promise you that the enemy is going to bring the most ridiculous things that will try to distract you. He's going to try to distract you any way he can. He does not want you conversing with the Creator. He does not want you receiving the power that you are going to get during that time. He doesn't want you receiving understanding, knowledge. Uh, He doesn't want you understanding, uh, getting the revelation of the scriptures. He doesn't want that. So he's gonna throw everything, you know, plus the kitchen sink at you, trying to get you distracted. I mean, the phone's gonna ring totally off the hook unless you cut it off. And I had to do that one time many years ago into the prayer room. I said, Father, I'm cutting this phone off. Um, I'm uh, believing in you and looking to you to take care of my home my family what the, the the ministry whatever the needs are I'm setting my face like Flint towards you during this time because I need to hear from you now I'm depending on you to take care of what uh, concerns me while I am taking care of what concerns you and believe you me he did just that and more so the enemy will throw everything he can at you to try to distract you I mean that person that you haven't heard from in five years you know all of a sudden they need to talk to you right or that drip in the kitchen sink is gonna become so loud that you cannot concentrate on what you are reading you know everything you're gonna think about you know the clothes you didn't wash the the dishes you didn't do um, you know ministry you know friends family anything and everything that can possibly come up in your thought processes the enemy is going to throw at you so you have to be prepared for that but you just put it under your feet you put it under the blood of Yeshua and you just press on beloved because that's the only way it's a discipline you have to do it you have to do it um, over and over again you have to practice at it because you're your physical body is going to want to eat Uh, when you start feeling those hunger pains and uh, your body is gonna want to eat your stomach may feel like um, it's going to eat your backbone you know because you're hungry but you have to ignore that you just have to press on through it so it is a discipline. I want to share some scriptures with you on fasting. Uh, Number one because it's biblical. Number two because you know it, it's just encouraging to look back over uh, the scriptures of the people who fasted in the Bible and and get some inspiration. You know we can also see some of the different scenarios and the reasons why uh, they were fasting. There was there was um, uh, fasting. You know uh, sacred assemblies called for fasting, and uh, you know where everybody fasted, even the babies, the animals. Uh, everybody fasted the whole nation fasted okay <laughs> including their animals <laughs> so um, yes we can see that uh, the reasons why they fasted and we can also see how God responded to them and it's, uh, it's an inspiration um, as we seek uh, God um, in this way as well as we seek his face through fasting Uh, There's examples of this in the Newer Testament and the Older Testament as well that will show us the great spiritual value and of this discipline of fasting now as I said before fasting is giving up food and Or water sometimes both okay when we're fasting we need to spend time praying Um, we need to spend time seeking God's will We need to spend time, you know, listening to His uh, voice as well. So we see in the Bible where when people were fasting, uh, they were in time of praying, uh, mourning, and seeking God's will, um, like I said before. Now, there are tons of scriptures, okay, in the Bible. But I want to share just a few of those with you today on fasting so that you're able to see the different purposes or the different motivations behind their fasts in order to inspire us and to give us you know some purpose in our own fasting as well. So the first thing one we can look at is Moses. We see that um, Moses was called and he was seeking God's direction um, he, he fasted for forty days and forty nights and the Bible says without eating bread or drinking water so this was a total fast when he was called to write on the tablets the words of the covenant or the Ten Commandments. We find this in Exodus chapter 34, verse 28, it says, Moses fasted with the Lord 40 days, leaning on God for direction, wisdom, and guidance in writing those Ten Commandments. Now, this is also known as a supernatural fast. Uh, where Moses went 40 days without eating or drinking. Now it has to be supernatural and a miracle of God for man to survive that since you know it is dangerous to the body um, that would normally uh, cause someone to die but God miraculously sustained him during that time. That is one of the phenomenons of our God. He is absolutely amazing. So he not only sustained Moses during his fast, but Moses gained wisdom and direction right during this time. And we will gain the same thing while we are fasting and praying. Also in um, Ezra, we see how Ezra called a fast uh, for the people to humble themselves um, before God, to seek for God's um, protection. We see this in Ezra chapter 8, verses 21 through 23. Ezra said, as they were about to leave, and remember this is when they were about to leave uh, uh, Babylon, and they were going to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. He said, I proclaimed a fast, so that we might humble ourselves before our God, and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all of our possessions. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer." So here we see a fasting in humility brought protection from God. So it was a way to humble themselves before the Lord as they sought him in prayer for protection. So this is an example of a corporate fast as well as we see that the people who were with Ezra fasted along with him and he was the one that actually called the fast. So we can also see in Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 6 how God speaks about the fast that He has chosen. You know part of that is our freedom. He says that um, in, in verse 6 of Isaiah 58. He says, Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and to break every yoke. So beloved, the purpose of fasting goes so much deeper than simply giving up food for a while. It's not merely an outward practice, but it is an inner transformation is what is taking place so it is about also about addressing those deep things within us those deep things that we don't like God to see those ugly things those sins in our lives Um, it's about untying those cords of that yoke and about being uh, breaking free from that that is fasting as well we also see in Joel chapter 2 how God himself is calling Israel he's calling his people to return to him with repentance now let's let's look at this Joel chapter 2 verse 12 says even now declares the Lord return to me with all of your heart with fasting and weeping and mourning. Wow, what a powerful phrase coming from our Almighty God. Remember, this was a call to repentance for the people to return to God for His mercy and His steadfast love. Remember what was going on during this time. There was famine going on in the land. People were dying. Okay, it was because of their sins that um, these things came upon them and so God says return to me with all of your heart with fasting and weeping and mourning and then he tells them I will heal your land I will return all the good to you so uh, one of the ways to show that we have a truly repentant heart is through fasting uh, to rend the heart Um, to weep, to wail, and to mourn. Not only the loss of their provisions, uh, as we see in Joel, but their food, their water, you know, we're talking about their food, their water, their resources, but also the loss of life as well. You know, people die during famines and wars and pestilences. So God is saying, return unto me so that I may heal you and heal your land and restore all that was taken from you. So even here in the older testament God was not asking for the act of fasting alone just for them to be fasting, no. Fasting was a way for them to show God that they desired to return to Him with all of their heart. So it was a sign of genuine heart transformation. Amen? Now, we also see where we fast for intimacy with God, not to be seen of men, and not for the praise of man. We see in Matthew chapter 6 verse 16 through 18 where Yeshua said, when you fast do not look somber as the hypocrites do for they disfigure their faces to show their fasting. He said, Truly I tell you that they have received their reward in full. In other words, that's it. That's all they're gonna get. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to you, but only to your father, so that Only He knows your fasting. He says, who is unseen and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, as believers and as Christians, our intentions of what we do matters very much. What is the intent of the heart? That is what God sees. Our faith can take life to a level unseen. It is possible, beloved, to do everything right on the outside and to look like everything is perfect. We got everything together. We're all that in a bag of chips. But without the proper heart, it does not serve its purpose. And fasting is one of those things. So, if we are fasting to be seen by others as doing something good or godly or Christian, we're doing it the wrong way. We're doing it with the wrong intent, the wrong motive. If we're fasting uh, with a heart that only can focus on things uh, of the flesh, like food in this case, and not on a hunger that drives us into the arms of our Father God, our Savior, to satisfy our needs, beloved. We are doing it wrong and we're doing and we're fasting with the wrong intention and the wrong motive. So it it it, it profits us nothing. So we don't fast for attention. We don't fast for recognition or for the sake of not so silent suffering but we fast to draw nearer to God and to rely on Him on those deeper levels than we have ever known before. We also see in Scripture how we will grow in spiritual strength as we fast. Why do you think the enemy fights so hard when you get ready to fast? Why do you think he fights so hard when you sit down to read the Bible? How many of you have to fight? fight through reading a scripture? Fight as soon as you sit down with the Bible and you open up and read it all of a sudden you can't keep your eyes open. Do you think that's natural? No. No, that's the enemy. The enemy is trying to make you go to sleep so you won't read the Bible. You know he he knows the Bible inside and out. He knows God. Remember he was present with God. So he knows the word better than we ever will, but you know we have to persevere so we can grow in spiritual strength as we uh, lean into God and and push away the flesh or the fleshly the the things that our flesh tries to to get us to um, be distracted by like being hungry or thirsty or sleepy, or any of those things. We see in Matthew chapter 4 how Yeshua fasted for forty days and forty nights. Remember, before he could start his earthly ministry, remember that Yeshua himself was led out into the desert by the Holy Spirit to be tempted. In other words, he he had to he had to overcome the enemy he had to win against Hasatan before he could start his earthly ministry it said that he fasted for forty days and forty nights and he was hungry that's in Matthew chapter 4 verse 2 It's hard for us to even fathom or or to understand or realize what a body uh, would have felt like during that time of not eating for forty days or drinking forty days or forty nights but we know without a shadow of a doubt that his physical body was weak. Yet Yeshua withstood the relentless temptations, the relentless attacks that Hasatan, that is Satan, kept shoving into his face during this time. You know, Yeshua wasn't relying on a big healthy breakfast uh, to get him through the day. He wasn't relying on sleep at night, you know, to to be mentally prepared or mentally sharp as he was standing up to the devil. No, as he was standing up to Satan he was relying completely and totally upon YAH's strength, the strength of God, the strength of His Father during his fast, and that's what we have to do as well. You know, fasting can strengthen us spiritually when we choose to stand on God's Word in our own human frailty. Remember that the Bible says that in our weaknesses, He, God, is made strong In us and through us by being our strength when we are weak. Amen. So, when we fast, um, also, you know, the old will pass away, beloved, and the new will come. Just like the new wine into the new wine skins. Do you ever realize, understand how that happens? Well, this is part of the process. Fasting. Remember, that in Matthew chapter 9 where uh, John's disciples came to Yeshua and asked Him and they said how is it that we and the Pharisees fast often but your disciples do not fast and Yeshua answered him and said how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them for the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them and then they will fast He says, no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse, and neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, he said, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Hallelujah! In Matthew chapter 9 verse 14 through 17 we see that the entire purpose of the disciples and the Pharisees fasting was to show a longing for the day that God would show up and show favor to Israel again. But Yeshua was right there with them, so there was no need for his disciples to fast at the moment. But immediately afterwards, afterwards, Yeshua said that the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. So he was not putting an end to all fasting. No. He was specifically saying that the time to fast would be coming again. But now our fasting isn't filled with mourning as it was for the Pharisees, right? So instead, our fasting is filled with longing now because we know that Yeshua our Messiah will come again. Amen? So, we also see how we seek uh, guidance from the Holy Spirit while we are fasting as well, just in uh, the book of Acts, chapter 13. Now, in this particular instance, uh, the fasting happened after Yeshua's coming. So, this fasting was not about legalism. They weren't fasting about legalism. Uh, this was a deep, sincere hunger in the people's hearts as they were searching for guidance um, of the church's next step. So, they needed to be led, they needed guidance from God. And believe you me, beloved, we are in some desperate need of guidance from our God right now. We know that things are things are topsy-turvy. Things are about to be turned upside down. Things are about to shake. Everything that can be shake, shaken will be shaken. That is the time that we live in. And so this is the time that we need to be fasting and praying and seeking the face of our God for direction, for protection, for um you know, just those things that we cannot do on our own. Now, so uh, we see in Luke chapter 2 uh, in verse 37 that that fasting and prayer go hand in hand, right? So we know that So the, it's a spiritual discipline uh, of fasting and praying and the spiritual discipline was important, beloved, and it's still important. It was important in the Old Testament. And it's very important and impactful in the Newer Testament as well. And it is still as powerful of a way to approach God on a deeper level, beloved. That's what we're talking about, a deeper level with God. We need to go higher. He's calling us now to come up hither. He's calling us to come up higher with Him. As we bow down before Him in humility. And we break this flesh down. And we deny this flesh. And we take up the spiritual. And we take up the cross. And we take up our spiritual uh, selves. And we present before God ourselves humbly. He's going to pour out. He's going to pour out upon us. He's going to give us Knowledge he's going to give us wisdom. He's going to give us understanding. He's going to open up the revelation of his word That uh, like never before beloved because we are in a time We are living in the time frame of the return of Yeshua HaMashiach our King You are Bible prophecy being fulfilled on a daily basis. It is absolutely phenomenal It is amazing and I'm so excited to be able to, to fast and pray with you globally. So I want to be able to um, share with you a valuable resource that I'm going to share with you, like I said before, in the link in the description box below. Um, it's great for uh, groups, families, co-workers, your Sunday school, Bible study, prayer groups, intercession, intercession groups, just so many ways that you can use this valuable information contained in this prayer guide, Um, you know, and I also believe that the day that we are fasting as a together either personally or corporately is very important also and as I was seeking um, God about this I was reminded of what he answered me about the same inquiry many many years ago and that is this Uh, he made me aware that witches and warlocks fast and pray on Fridays for the destruction of the church. Yep, for the destruction of believers everywhere worldwide. So I believe that um, it's very important that we have this type of information. Now, as for me, I was instructed by God to fast on this day so today as um, I was about to come on I was thinking about how many people you know I said well father not many people are going to want to fast on a Friday because you know we're so used to our Gregorian calendar that uh, you know we're not used to working on God's time frame we're used to working on the Gregorian calendar the system we have set up right we're not really used to working on God's system but we're trying to learn how to to work on God's system versus our own so I was saying well father you know not many people are going to want to fast on a Friday because you know they've worked all week they want to go celebrate uh, they want to go out to eat you know many people go out to eat on Friday nights well those who can still afford to do so that is so then of course God in all of his infinite wisdom reminded me about his calendar, right? Uh Aha! So we know that the biblical days okay are from sundown to sundown not morning to night like we're used to doing it here in the states at least. So beloved, guess what? That means that we can still fast on Friday. That's right. We can still fast on this day because in fact Friday will begin at sundown on Thursday and end on sundown on Friday which then begins what? Shabbat it begins Sabbath so uh, the Friday at sundown will begin Sabbath so we can still fast on a Friday because we'll be fasting our fast will go from Thursday sundown to Friday sundown every single week Woo. so God is saying okay no more excuses let's get to it let's go for this if you're serious about wanting to change and you're serious about wanting to see God send his messengers with the answers then we need to be about our father's business Amen. and believe you me the enemy Hasatan, Satan, the adversary, the enemy of God and the demons okay get this now most people miss this but even in the scriptures we know that the enemy and the demons recognize Yeshua and they recognize El Elyon Elohim Creator as God Mm mm-hmm they don't recognize Buddha they don't recognize any other God Right, they don't recognize Allah, they recognize the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Israel as the one true God. He is God, He is the only God. Amen. And so, we need to remember that. So, let's remember these things so every week let's set our calendars our very first I wanted to give everybody time to get this word out so let's set our calendars for August the 11th that is going to be uh, next Thursday at sundown so we will set this point to when we begin our corporate fast it is going to be absolutely phenomenal I can't wait to hear <laughs> whoo, the testimonies Uh, that are gonna come in and I do encourage you to please share those with me so that I can share them with others so that we can all stay encouraged I would like to come up with some kind of a platform or somehow that we will be able to share all of these testimonies that are gonna come in because you're gonna be blown away at the way God is going to move is once we set our face to seek him and we do it corporately when the church comes together I'm telling you when we come together as a body of believers in Yeshua and we're fasting and we are praying and we're seeking God's face the gates of hell are going to shake okay the gates of hell are going to shake and we are going to feel it in the physical alright so be prepared but I want to encourage you again, once again, get your free prayer guide. I'm going to place the link into the description box of this. There'll be several links down there for you to check out. Um, Get your free prayer guide that's going to lead you through every area that we need to pray as the church. Remember, this is important because we want to be strategic, right? God gave me the uh, strategies in this prayer guide to share with the church so that um, we can be effective in the spiritual realm. We want to speak God's word. Back to him because remember that is what causes his angels to move right. That is his command. They move on God's command. God commands the angels, and we need to speak God's word so that they can be move. They can move on His word. Amen. So, like I said, look for all these descriptions uh, uh, in the box here. Look for the links, excuse me, look for the links in the description box. Um, I get so excited about this stuff, I get ahead of myself sometimes. I get (laughs) tongue-tied. But anyway, I'm very excited about our fasting. That is going to be next Thursday. That is going to be August the 11th, 2022. Where the church is going to come together please do share this message with as many people as you can talk to your pastor about joining talk to your groups like i said your prayer groups your study groups your intercessory groups uh share them with your work your friends your family your co-workers let's all get on board as we seek pray and humble ourselves before our god so that we will have the protection, beloved, that we need, because big things are happening, big things are going to happen this month, and we need to be able to have the protection of our Father God. And so, I do encourage you to do so. Um, Reach out to me with any questions or comments you may have. Um, I will also place my email address in the description box as well. So, as always, many blessings to you, beloved, and shalom.